Love burgers and pizza. Wanna see me eat some? Can't get enough of that meat. Yum. Chili cheese fries and some Mr. Pib. I need tacos with a nasty dip. Pico de gallo, mayo or dryo. Hot sauce or barbecue straight from Ohio. Homemade coleslaw, fuck Boston Market. Junky blue cheese range into five star bread. Only one time was in pita. Mozzarella feeder. Hello and welcome to Bring a Plate. My name is Peter Taggart. And I'm Rebecca Shaw. Rebecca, how have you Hello. been? Good. How have how have you been? How have I been? I'm, I'm Look, calling you a bin. <laughs> how have you been? <laughs> um, today, my do you know the CoStar app, the astrology one that's popular? I see everyone posting about it, but I'm, I'm not interested enough to well, find out what it is. Someone got me onto it, and it tells you every day, like if there's pressure or like good stuff happening in all these areas of your life. And I opened it today and literally every part of my life was in the bad section. Um, so why did you download it? Why would you put that on yourself? Why would because you? Because I'm gay. Oh, I see. And the stars control <laughs> your universe. I get it. Yes. You have, if you're a queer woman, especially, you have to be, you have to have co-star, you have to be into astrology, <laughs> or you have nothing to talk about with any of these people. Why is it called co-star? Because you can add other people to find their info. Is it like a dating app? Everything's a dating app. <laughs> if you're horny enough. <laughs> if you're horny enough. Coles Online's app is. <laughs> Technically, you can hack it in a way. Oh, very Menu on, log. Very on brand for this episode. Hacking back. Be- Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> didn't even plan that. No. Oh, look, if only if only CoStar existed in 1995. If only. It could have probably saved the day in what we're about to talk about. You've got pressure in your love life, Sandy B. I, hey, I don't want to give away too much, although no, no, I'm, no. the episode will be called <laughs> The Topic. <laughs> but I'd like to, um, you know, I like to keep it a secret for, you know, very dumb yeah. people. So, uh, <laughs> for the true idiots listening, I've <laughs> yeah. got a surprise for you. That's our audience. <laughs> um, talking of our audience, Beck, um, yeah. uh since uh, the last recording, our first ep has gone out. Uh, it's in the internet uh, <laughs> yep. to be heard and downloaded. Um, and I think it went, uh, you know, there was some good feedback. There was some there were people <laughs> Why listened. Why sounds so suspicious? <laughs> there was some, uh, no, I'm, you know, when your voice goes higher, it doesn't mean anything necessarily. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's, it's, it always uh, means good things. It was fine. It was good. No, it was good. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be good though? I was thinking like, wouldn't that be good if when they released, um, the Marvel, what's it called? Avengers Endgame, Um, and they came back with the figures and like the producers just said to the studio, no, no, it was good. It was some good feedback. Yeah, it, was, it was good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Why are people hiring you to write sketches? Not necessarily funny, but uh, it was a it was a thought. So uh... we have to. I know it's not a. We're not doing topical anymore. But Captain no. Get Up today <laughs> made my fucking life. Captain Get Up. I was thinking was... the strangest thing about Captain Get Up. So if people don't know, um, Captain Get Up is uh, what's the what's the, Do it, they know? It's Advance Australia, isn't it? That's yeah. the group. So it's like a conservative version of Get Up. 
and they want and if to, you don't know what get up is oh it's a <laughs> you know left-wing nut job uh you know <laughs> fucking run by the soros yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway there was an there's going to be an anti-get up but all they did was create a get up superhero but he's he's exposing get up back he's he's yeah. like a superhero that's bad yeah. Because he's telling everybody get up secrets. I don't understand. <laughs> but I, the thing I love about it is that in the video that they shared online of, of Captain Get Up, he has an American yeah. accent. <laughs> it sounds like one of those, um, you know, how you sometimes click on something, it takes you to a YouTube page, it's just like an algorithm reading out headlines. Yeah, yeah. But the best thing is that. <laughs> In the video, he reveals that Bill Shorten's his dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you think, though, no, that with that voice, do you think that they, like, paid... Because he doesn't sound into the script at all. I saw someone make the observation that it sounds like they just paid someone on... What's that, um... What's the what's the app where you can just hire out someone to do anything you want? Like, Fiverr? Airtasker. Or... Airtasker, that's right. Fiverr. Fiverr. <laughs> Oh, five. You know when you give like five dollars to someone, that's for and... fans of five. <laughs> <laughs> Another dating app. It just sounds like someone they hired off there who couldn't be less interested because I'm guessing the person in the actual suit is someone from Advance Australia who has like <laughs> a very plummy private schoolboy oh, accent yeah. who would be like, you know, they always have like a deep voice, don't they? They always have like a rugby voice, like. Hey, Lockie, yeah, no, it's, I'm Captain Get Up. Oh, that's great. No, I just want to go to the pub and have, like, a pint. They always I mean, try and sound a little bit older. It, you almost pulled it off, but you're too gay. Imagine that, but not gay, and you would have it right. All right. Beck, we should reveal uh, the topic. Oh, by the way, this is Bring a Plate. No, we introduced ourselves. <laughs> If you've gotten this far in and you're not sure what's happening, go to your nearest hospital. <laughs> um, uh, this new revival of the show, we're mm. like the new Dancing with the Stars. You know, it's, Why is it new? It's essentially the same thing, not quite as good. Um, Different hosts. The hosts, uh, you know, one of them is, uh, you know, uh, particularly bad. You decide which one. <laughs> And one of them's an industry veteran. Um, <laughs> essentially, in this new format, we're just doing one topic a week. Um, and we had a lot of demand to do another movie review. Um, and thank you to uh, people who have emailed us and tweeted at us um, all these suggestions for movies we should do. I've, I've absolutely taken none of them on board. We chose one ourselves. <laughs> but... Definitely not wasted time. No, no. Not time you could have been spending talking to your friends and family. Don't worry about it. So the topic this week, Beck, is a 1995 film. It is something that you would talk to me about a lot, and I had never seen it. I had. I think I'd only seen it once and probably in, okay. like, 1995. So, so, so it was like it this really film. It was this film and Nell that you would talk about. Yeah. <laughs> The Net and Nell. Yes, it's The, the Net. Classic. The Net is... Oh, sorry. <laughs> what a it's grand reveal. Yeah, it's The Net. <laughs> You're like the Faye Dunaway to my Warren Beatty at the Oscars. Just 
spoiling everything and your fucking career's over. It's the toilet, <laughs> Faye. <laughs> it's um, the net. It's the net. <laughs> uh, and I just have to get first, you knew that I was going to do this, but I have to get out my <laughs> the fact that I at my work, I work with someone called Alistair Baldwin. He's a very funny man. And this story won't make it seem that way, but <laughs> him and I um, did it, invented a new who's on first for 2019 called The Net or Nanette. It is. By a, Gatsby. It was a very good tweet. <laughs> and it wasn't a tweet, it was a whole day in the office. Oh, okay. Well, in which case, uh, less effective, I would say. Um, so, yeah, that's just a little take that to your next party and. Shut that out. Well, it's funny you mention that, Beck, because we might swing back around to that a little later. Oh. At the end of the episode, I have a little something special prepared for you <laughs> and for the listener. But before we start on the net, because we have to get into it, but I just wanted to ask, do you remember the first time you went on the internet? Did did you share a computer with your family? Like, when, when did you first get the internet at home, I guess? Well, I'm very old, so... I basically saved up for my own computer. My family didn't have one. Um, And I was in high school and I paid it off. It was like a computer shop where I like, it was basically on lay-by. And the first time I used the internet was back when you um, bought the discs that had like a certain number of hours on the internet. Like a (laughs) a proper floppy disc or a CD-ROM? No, a a CD-ROM. Okay, sorry. But yeah, you would buy like 12 hours of internet and you would put that in. I have no idea how any of this works, by the way. It's some sort of magic. Do you remember Um, burning through it very quickly? How long did those 12 hours last? Oh, yeah. 12 hours, I I presume. (laughs) (laughs) Approximately 12 hours. We shouldn't record these during the week. (laughs) There's something bad about it. Anyway. Um, But yeah, that's... uh, It's just crazy how now if I don't have the internet instantly connected anywhere I go I lose my mind like literally if you're on the toilet now and you don't have the internet on your phone you're like I'm living I'm living in the 12th century (laughs) what what the fuck what did I do before this I have no idea what am I supposed to do here do I take a shit (laughs) I've forgotten how do I google how to shit Without my phone. Um, what about you? I, I think I first got, we got, well, we got dial-up. I think everyone's yeah. first internet experience was dial-up. But I think we got it around 96 and 97. And I do remember being very excited to email people. Well, I that came eventually, but first it was chat rooms, Beck. I oh, loved a yes. chat room. I got busted. I got busted chatting. So my friends came around and we were like, chatting to a girl god knows <laughs> we were chatting to a girl named uh naughty princess 69 <laughs> now <laughs> wouldn't it be amazing if that was my handle from when i was a kid wouldn't it be amazing if that was princess diana and <laughs> 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 you she was bad, by the way. She was bad news. She was naughty for she sure. Was... So... <laughs> anyway, 
Yeah. And that was absolutely her name because I remember it like it was yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, my dad came in when we were chatting oh, to Naughty Princess 69. My dad came in and like didn't know what we were doing, and like we couldn't shut down quick enough because you know, like mm. the mouse's then was so slow back, <laughs> it was so slow. Oh, and yeah. um, and I couldn't shut it down. And he just read over my shoulder and he said in front of my friends, Who is Naughty Princess 69? <laughs> and I was like, A question for the ages, dad. <laughs> Who knows? Aren't we all Naughty Princess 69 <laughs> when it comes down to it? I was like, she's a candle in the wind, <laughs> never knowing who to cling to when the rain sets in, all right? <laughs> Have a little respect. Um, I remember that that was the one good thing is that, like, um, my parents had no idea what the fuck the internet was, but I would, like, I would sneak down in the middle of the night to like look at like Google lesbian or whatever, <laughs> not Google, be, uh, Jeeves, ask Asking Jeeves what a lesbian yeah. is. And, um, but the dial up was so loud that I would have to like cough over it. And it really is like a testament to how much my parents didn't care that I was like coughing every night, all night, <laughs> like I had emphysema. I did eventually use it um, uh, for porn, Beck. And if mm. anyone has uh, read my queer stories piece, which you almost <laughs> certainly yes. haven't, but um, I, I would. It kind of details the fact that you know you'd have to clear your cookies. You couldn't just clear your browsing history. You had to clear cookies because otherwise, when you were like typing in like you know oh, yeah. GA to search, I don't know gardening, it would come up with like. <laughs> Gay, gay holes cum, gay. open. Cum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly right, and so I would have to. I'd have to be very, very diligent, and I and I do believe that's why gay people are so organised is because we'd have to be militant about like clearing everything, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, and and it would take between it. like twelve to eighteen hours to like if you wanted to watch a video, twelve to eighteen hours to oh um God. download a five minute video. That is not exaggeration because it was. The country as well, so the internet was like mm. a little bit worse. So you'd really have to think like, will I still want to jerk off to this <laughs> in eighteen hours' time? That's a lot of. You're doing forethought. like um, like you're calculating what time it is in America. But That's like... right. <laughs> and yeah. there were no and there were no previews like there are now. So oh, it was no. it was like a lucky dip, literally. <laughs> a fucky dip. Chat rooms were like huge for me though because I didn't, I couldn't like get get onto porn stuff. I didn't know about that or like the internet was too slow. My twelve hours of internet was not good enough. Um, but chat rooms were I really, and I have a very embarrassing screen name that yes. I still remember. For a little while, it was Desdemona. What the fuck? That's so much worse <laughs> than I could have ever imagined. Where did that come from? What's Desdemona from? It's from Shakespeare's Othello. Oh, I'm so uncultured. Sorry. <laughs> it's not like I knew anything about it. I just read the name and I liked it. And there's probably like gross 40-year-old men on the internet thinking I'm making some 
Shakespeare statement. This is some huge cat from 10 Things I Had About You areas, by <laughs> oh, the way. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> Iconic lesbian. Do you remember, though, the first time you watched The Net, Beck? Was it shortly after it came out or was it some years after it came out? It must have been a few years after it came out because I was only 13. So 13. I reckon I must have been, like, high school at least or maybe okay. after even. But... Yeah. I feel like it was a big movie in high schools. I think it was like a like a yeah. wet weather day, like teachers going on strike day movie that they would put on. But really? I still I still never mm. saw it. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. We only ever got Mrs. Doubtfire or Cool Runnings. I, I, I don't know what I thought it was about, Beck. I don't know what I thought the so net was about. So you'd never seen it until this week? So I think I presumed it was about... I, a woman who gets sucked into the internet. Like, I thought it was... Oh, my God. No, I thought it was, like, sort of part... Fa- I'm not kidding. I thought it was part Like fantasy. Lawnmower Man. I don't know what that movie is either. Okay, well, that would be an amazing movie, and I okay. do want to see that. Okay. Like the Simpsons episode. I didn't even know, like, a computer analyst was a job because uh, in St. George there was only one woman who sold computers in the 90s. It was literally, like, one woman who had like windows 95 on like it seemed like a huge package it was like five bricks stacked (laughs) on top of each other and you'd go around to her house just like sandra bullock she worked at her own house she worked from Mm -hmm. home um Mm -hmm. and her name was cookie jones what (laughs) the fuck and she was american how Um, did she end up in st george i need her life story immediately she had a very wayward son that's all i remember about her is very wayward it's such a specific word for you to be using. What does that mean? I think she just had a bad son. Anyway, she could be listening to this. Cookie's very online, I presume, <laughs> if she's alive. So big she's shout had some out. algorithm that's searching her name on podcasts. <laughs> she probably is. She seemed very switch on. And she did a roaring trade, and I reckon she ripped off. She probably skipped town because she was, like, selling Windows 95 for, like, $10,000. <laughs> Anyway, I love you, Cookie Jones. If you're listening, get Uh, in touch. Uh, We should get into this movie, really, Beck. We've wasted 20 minutes already. Um, So this movie was released in 1995. Mm -hmm. My first question for you, was this film written by a mum? Because, Beck, the message is, Beck, if you put anything on the internet, they will use it against you. And by they, (laughs) I mean master criminals in a network of cyber terrorists. (laughs) And can you, because in 1995, the scariest thing that they could possibly think of for the internet was that someone would steal your identity. And yeah. both of us know there's so much worse that could happen. <laughs> so much worse. Um, well, look, the other message of this movie is very like um, go outside. <laughs> yes. You should it's talk definitely... to people. Yeah. In the world. <laughs> it's very much like get off your computer and go outside. Um but it's I was surprised how like the say if you made this movie now, it would end up with the exact same message. Mm. Because literally people need to get off Twitter and go outside. It really That's, could be remade now, I think. It uh, it would be so good remade. But, but they, they would have to go too big with it, I think. But who would replace Sandra Bullock? You can't uh, replace her. That jawline. 
That hair. She's so hot in this. Her hair, to me, is the opposite of... Don't say Julia Stiles. Julia Stiles' hair. <laughs> because it looks clean, it's beautiful, <laughs> it hangs brunette. like just brunette, thank God. Uh, and it hangs just at her shoulder. It's just... it's, a, it's Okay. First of all, it's not a software analyst hair. We know that. <laughs> we have to get into the start of this movie because it's fucking insane. Well, before we do, let's play a little uh, clip from the trailer for this movie because I went on YouTube and watched it and it is just very alarming how much it sounds like a government advertisement. It's very much like, have you ever rented a videotape that wasn't <laughs> quite right? Like, it's got that same kind of uh, terrifying voiceover and uh, it's like, you know, in a world where the internet runs everything, you know. Um, was that a good voice? That was hot. Okay. No, was <laughs> hot. I'm aroused. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, let's play this clip. We all live in the age of information. We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where... Where can I hook up my mom? Everything about us is encoded somewhere. On a complex network of information. Computers your life, aren't they? Perfect hiding place. Computer analyst Angela Bennett was just doing her job. Come on. When she stumbled onto something... What is this? ...she never should have seen. The first thing we learn uh, when we start watching this film back is that it's an Erwin Winkler film. Thank God. I love his movies. <laughs> Um, there's a there's a suicide in the first ninety seconds. There is look. First of all, so there's a dude who's like talking to his son on a mobile phone. Uh, the the first thing is he. Tells you say a the, dude. He's a U.S. senator, but he's, carry on. Sorry, he's a dude who tells his son if you do your homework, you get two hours with Nintendo and Sega, mm. which nobody's got Nintendo and Sega. I think a senator's so, son does. No, what they would—you have an allegiance to one or the other. Okay, is my sorry. belief. Anyway, that's the only point I have about this movie. Oh, sorry, uh, we're done. Then he, oh, good. Uh, then he shoots himself <laughs> by putting a gun in his mouth. He shoots himself. We don't really know yet why no. he does it. We know that he does it in a public park, um, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a public park for suicide. Uh, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be my approach, Beck. <laughs> I'm not saying there's a I right. Guess, I'm not saying there's a right no, place no, no, to take your absolutely own life. Absolutely not. No. Whatever floats your boat. But you know, not in a park. It's for picnics. Okay, so we then we come and see Sandra. She's doing some computer business. I, now I thought she was playing a video game. She was. I thought she was Anita Sarkeesian. <laughs> <laughs> she started gaming it. This is where it all began. But the thing that I remembered most from this movie, obviously, mm-hmm. is that she <laughs> um, orders pizza by using a computer, which was so like, it's like, do you remember in Scream when she tries to type to the to nine? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it was like, this was all so crazy to us that she could like order a pizza using the computer. It was it's, amazing. It's very Kelly Rowland's typing out a text message in an Excel spreadsheet <laughs> on her phone. <laughs> It so is. Oh, my God. Um, by the way, the, I don't know if you caught the uh, website for the pizza. It was, of course, back uh, pizza.net. I did. <laughs> um, oh, my God. She also, so she, she 
is like a computer analyst. Her job is to destroy viruses in different programs and websites. Um, yeah, it's like never quite clear exactly what her role no. is. No, she seems to do everything to do with computers. We know from the start, though, that she is a loner because the reason she's ordering pizza at home, she gets offers. She gets offers to date because she's Sandra Bullock. She's beautiful. Literally, the guy she's helping on the phone hits on her. Yeah, it's weird. Which is so annoying. And we don't know that he's ever seen her either. I don't think he has because she works from home. Well, this, actually, when I worked in a call centre, I would get men asking me out because I have a sexy voice. Okay. And I was selling them insurance for their motorbike. Um, and how many yeah, did you? Just, how many did you go oh, on dates with? Every single one, every single last one. Well, it's funny we we're talking about chat rooms before because Angela, uh, which is Sandra Bullock's name, and Angela Bennett, oh, sexy yeah. name, Angela Bassett. No. <laughs> uh, Angela goes on these chat rooms, and she seems to know everyone in the chat room very well. That's like her. It's like Twitter. She's yeah. very chummy with all these, like, you know, mm-hmm. very ugly guys, probably, I'm guessing. <laughs> yeah, this is when I started, the idea was planted like it is with every movie i ever seen, that she's obviously a lesbian. <laughs> oh, God, because come on. When, no, listen to me. When she first we, first come in, she's she knows computers, she has a flannel. Then one of the men, okay, so the chat room they're doing is like they type and it says it. Yeah, that's in strange. The voice, which is weird. It's like but a anyway. voice to it's like a text to voice thing because they yeah. were like, "How are we going to shoot this? We <laughs> yeah, really we just need to have them read it out." But we yeah. don't. It's bizarre. <laughs> and later on, at one point, someone types IRL to her, and she's like, mm, "In real life, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> yes." <laughs> to make sure we that know. Was so anyway, <laughs> one of the guys asked her what because obviously talking about what type of man she likes okay so one asks what do you what do you want in a man and she the first word she says back is butch yes <laughs> you tell me that's not a lesbian she wants butch beautiful brilliant man butch, that's a lesbian butch beautiful man huge tits <laughs> um no but she says her ideal man is um captain america meets albert schweitzer <laughs> captain get up Captain Get Up meets Albert Schweitzer. <laughs> Perfect man. And and they write back to her back. They're like, would you settle for a guy who puts the seat down? Um, now, is that the origin of, like, reply guys on Twitter? <laughs> they just, like, reply to funny tweets and, like... You're so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're too funny to be this beautiful as well. <laughs> I hate those other annoying guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm not like them. The next scene, Beck, is uh, she visits uh, the retirement home. Is that the next mm. scene? Yeah, she visits a retirement home where her Alzheimer's um, mother is living. <laughs> Alzheimer's mother. Yeah, who looks about 45, by the way, She's and she's gorgeous. She's, she's like beautiful. Charlotte she's Rampling. Exactly what I thought. Stunning. Um, not And that just, look, just goes to show Alzheimer's can come for anyone. <laughs> We like to put a bit of a message in this podcast from time to time. It's commit suicide wherever you want. <laughs> no, I said do not do it in a park because that's for picnics. All oh, right. Oh, right, sorry. That's um, for picnics. She tells her mum that she's going on vacation. Her mum doesn't recognise her, of course. Her mum has no idea who she is. She's like, are you Sandra Bullock? <laughs> yeah, she's like, were you in 
<laughs> while you were sleeping. <laughs> no, so she she tells her mum she's going on vacation, but don't worry, you can still reach me. You just have to talk to the nurses, and they'll find my note. And I'm like, she tells her all this business about how they can get in touch. It's like she's not going to remember. <laughs> You're talking to someone... Is this your first experience with someone with Alzheimer's? Like, this is... She needs to memento her and just write it all over her body. (laughs) The next day is where the plot really kicks in because Angela gets a disc uh, in the post, like FedEx to her, and it's... uh, When she puts it into the computer, it redirects to this website called uh, Mozart's Ghost, which a lot of people would remember from this movie because it has, like, a a very... um, famous little riff at the beginning so let's play a little bit of that here to uh, jog people's memories Mozart's Ghost the hottest band on the internet Um, so it's through this Mozart's Ghost website that you click on like a little pie symbol in the corner and it kind of I think gives you access to like any website, including, like, internal government, government systems yeah. and you can hack, you know, uh, airport radars and uh, everything. But it's like a master Literally key. anything you it, want. Yeah, and so I don't know what... I think her job is to figure out what's happening on it and yeah. why. Some guy and, calls her and is like, we need you to figure this out, but I can't talk to you about it in person. Yeah, we have to meet. But then that night, Beck... Uh, for some reason, the same IT guy is flying a plane. Now, I feel like maybe I just, like, turned off for one second and missed the reason he's flying a plane. Yeah, because like, he's a rich IT guy. He has his own plane. Is that a thing? Yes. People, he's not a rich, rich IT guy. He's, like, a systems analyst like her. She lives in, like, no, no, a no. shitty he, house, no? Yeah, he, like, owns some big... Oh, but then later they're like, he doesn't work here anymore. I, I thought he was, know. like, a rich... IT guy, which I know exists because I once flew in a, I once, oh, ooh, la, la. well, I didn't fly, but we, I once, I know a rich IT man okay. who has, his, who has his own plane. <laughs> um, anyway, Bill the, point is, <laughs> the point is, the point is, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> the point is that this guy flies down to meet her, but at some point, someone takes over his controls Oh, the plane. see, I thought the radar was lost. I didn't think the the controls were taken over. Well, whatever. Someone well, he crashes into silos and dies. Yeah. Just yes. two big silos that suddenly spring out of nowhere. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he was doing. He's like, I know your radars are gone, but don't you have eyes? <laughs> like, they're right in front of yeah, you. Yeah, like, as a pilot, he makes a very good fucking IT systems <laughs> analyst. Jesus Christ. Um. And, and Angela is actually delayed by that radar fuck-up too because she's meant to go on holidays and she goes to the airport and basically uh, there are no flights in or out for a little while um, and there's like a million white ladies who look just like her who are like, can I speak to the manager? They're going <laughs> off. It's it's absolute chaos at this airport. Um, but she does eventually uh, get to... Um, is she going to? Oh, she's going to Cancun. She's going to. But Cancun. this airport scene is conveniently where she sees a TV screen. Yes. With news that the senator the who was senator, opposed yes. to gay rights had AIDS. He had AIDS. So obviously he <laughs> killed himself. A beautiful message. 
in this that movie. That was an insane... I really blocked out the insane <laughs> AIDS storyline. But, you know, they're obviously trying to... I think the writer thought they were very, very clever because they were like... There can be viruses on computers and there can be viruses <laughs> in diseases. And it's like, <laughs> just like a hammer right over the head. Anyway, that was very disturbing. But we do find out later that he didn't have AIDS, that it was... So that's why I was confused, because they changed his records yes. to show that he had AIDS. But he wouldn't he be like, oh... And wouldn't he have had to have got an AIDS test in the first place? Yeah. For them to change a record? So, like, he, if so he hadn't they... given blood, nobody knocks on your door and just goes, knock, <laughs> knock, got knock, AIDS. you've got AIDS. No. AIDS <laughs> um, isn't funny, by the way. We're not no, laughing is... at AIDS. Or no, AIDS. we're laughing at this movie. We're laughing at this dumb movie. It's insane. It's such a bizarre storyline. And, and that, that wasn't forgot. even okay in 1995 to push that message out. I don't Absolutely know what the fuck not. they were doing. Angela Sandra Bullock finally makes it to Cancun. That's the good news. When she gets to the beach on Cancun, she immediately opens up her laptop, <laughs> which I wrote down, very Rebecca Shaw move, if I've ever seen one. How dare you? <laughs> I wouldn't go to a beach. <laughs> now, if I saw someone as hot as Sandra Bullock even using a laptop at any location, <laughs> I would call the police. I'd be like, something's gone wrong here. There's, there's been a mischief. <laughs> What's happened? That's like when you see movies with, um, you know, like, uh, shit, I've forgotten her name. Never mind. The one from that 70s show that was in Bad Mum. Oh, Mila Kunis. Yeah. When you see movies with her where she's like a cleaner, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. don't fucking, what? No. Um, Sorry. As soon as Angela's on the beach, she is immediately hit on by a very tall, um, handsome man. Um, who you instantly know is bad, by the way, because he has a British accent. Huge red flag in a movie. Massive. And he asks the beach servant, I don't know. Yeah, beach servant. For a martini with an onion instead of an olive. What the fuck? Which we saw her drinking at the start of the episode. I mean, at the start of the movie. I missed that. I missed that. And so that's when I was like, oh, they've got all the info on her. Yeah. Also, Beck. He once more he can't get enough info because he's still like probing her with questions. One of yeah. which is like, "What's your favorite movie?" And she says, "Breakfast at Tiffany's," which is when I realized Angela's kind of a basic bitch. I hate to use that <laughs> term, but that's mm, come on now. But that scene is even weirder if you recall, because she doesn't bring that up. That comes up because he said. When he was thirteen, he used to pretend to be a character from that from Oh, is that Breakfast why? at Tiffany's? And this this whole scene, he's like, When I was thirteen I used to pretend to be a character from Breakfast at Tiffany's and she was like blah blah blah. Which character like the, the fake And then he Vicky says Vicky Rooney in his like weird no, Asian makeup. <laughs> then he says the cat. Oh. So he fuck? used to Pretend to be the cat from... It's a very weird scene. And she's like, that's my favourite movie. I think it's very funny. That's funny stuff. Um, <laughs> and, and, oh, by the way, he negs her in that scene too. He says, um, computers are your life, aren't they? Which is <laughs> so <laughs> rude to say. If someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh. 
Occasionally, Ben will say something like that where he'll look over at me and I'm, like, engrossed in my phone and he'll be like, what are you doing, sending a funny tweet? You tweeting? <laughs> and it's so mean and it really does cut deep because people... of, that's exactly what I'm doing. <laughs> people do that to me all the time and it's rude and true, the worst kind of rude. Well, Beck, they catch up for dinner, of course. Um, they have a romantic meal. They then take a stroll along the beach um, at which point is my favourite um, bit in this entire movie where Sandra Bullock is in like a kind of like cut-off T-shirt, her midriff <laughs> is exposed, and he says to her, you look, you must be cold, and she's like, yes. He's wearing a full dinner jacket, but he just yeah. takes out like a hanky and ties it around her waist. <laughs> I couldn't tell if that was meant to be a joke. I don't know. Because as a joke, it was really funny. <laughs> it does work. It's like... It's like you must be cold. And she's like, yes. And he's like, hmm, sucks to be you, fucking cold bitch. <laughs> and he nags her again because he's smoking. And she's like, I used to smoke that kind of cigarette. And then she, he was like, because she quit, he was like, why don't you try a few things without a safety net? Oh, my God. The net. The net. A safety the net. Oh, God. And, and then I- someone grabs her purse and runs away. Yes, it's someone he's hired. You find out it's someone who he's hired to, like, grab her purse because he thinks the floppy disk with the sort of master key accesses on that disk. Um, mm-hmm. It's in her purse, isn't it? Look, is that when he gets it the isn't. No, no, disc? no, it isn't. It isn't. No. But he ends up shooting he, the fake robber anyway. He, shoots he just the kills fake him. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's when he takes her on the boat to kill her. Oh, yes. And he, he comes back to her like with like a fake... Um, bloody hand that he stabbed himself you know he wanted to make it look like he was in a fight and then he says to her he says um i guess we should call the cancun police (laughs) the famous cancun police (laughs) water rats (laughs) then jack takes angela uh on the boat and of course they have sex um i don't her her jawline throughout this entire boat scene when they're having sex no she has a lesbian jawline (laughs) okay the ladies out there know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I wanted to say to all the listeners, if you get an opportunity to fuck on a boat, do not do it. Angela should have known better. I don't want to victim blame, but Angela should have known better to fuck on a boat. We all know the story of one Ms. Natalie Wood and what happened to her, okay? You don't go out on a boat with a man late at night. You will be killed and thrown into the water and for many, many decades the mystery will not be resolved, okay? <laughs> and that's a little lesson from me okay. to the listener of this show. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, speaking of you know this story, after they fuck, he's like, tell me about your last relationship. And she's like, I've only had one. Oh, you know yeah. this story. He, she's like, it was my therapist. She's like, you know this story. <laughs> I was lonely and he forgot he was married. Oh, the classic like, story. No, we don't know this story of someone fucking their therapist. That's like very unethical. Tale as old as time. <laughs> he was a therapist. She was a girl. She was a data analyst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, could I make it any more obvious? Um so Jack goes downstairs uh, underneath uh, the, the boat. No. That's what it's called. Downstairs. <laughs> yep. Um, but Sandra Bullock discovers the uh, gun mm. that's in his pocket. Yes. Um, 
And when he comes back up, she's like <laughs> holding the gun. Mm-hmm. And Angela claims that she knows all about guns because she grew up in Colorado. <laughs> Do you remember what he's, his excuse is for the gun? Yes, please. <laughs> she's like, what is this for? And he said, this is for shark fishing. <laughs> Foolproof. <laughs> It's like a gun with a silencer. <laughs> you don't want to scare the shockies. Absolutely not. Oh, and, and at this point, like he he kind of reveals like the the jig is up, and he yeah. he lets the mask slip back, and he mm-hmm. says, you know, aren't I your dream man, beautiful butch? And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, you're butch, yeah, <laughs> super butch, so butch. So Jack tries to shoot Angela, but of course she has taken the bullets out of the gun because, as established, she grew up in Colorado. She's no dummy, Beck. Um, but I, I must I, say, she. Sorry, you go. There's a bit of a scuffle. We know there's a bit of a scuffle, and I think mm. I can't recall what happens, but she she ends up in hospital. That's all I know. She burns him with a ciggy. Yes. And then they crash the boat. They crash it, or she crashes he- it trying to get away. Yeah, it crashes. It crashes. I must say, she's a badass bitch. She's she does know how to fight. For she a really does analyst. for it. Yes, for someone who has no friends and doesn't go outside, she has a lot of mu- muscles. I don't think Cookie Jones could have fought like that. <laughs> but I don't know. You never tested her. Maybe she could. <laughs> um, essentially, uh, Angela wakes up uh, in like a Cancun. <laughs> A very weird place. It looks like a monastery. A nun wakes her up, I'm pretty sure. Um, And then there's a doctor with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth. Yeah. Talking to her. They tell her she's been unconscious for like three days. Mm -hmm. She immediately like walks out of hospital. They allow her to leave like five minutes later after she's Mm -hmm. woken up. Um, I don't know why they need to. Is like Cancun Hospital particularly busy? Like they need the bed? (laughs) Get out. I don't know, it was very weird. Marissa, I thought Marissa from the OC, she might... <laughs> Did she oh. die in Cancun? Was it Cancun? Oh, I don't know, actually. Are you saying shush because it's a spoiler? I don't know. I, was... okay. <laughs> I don't know why I said shush, I just felt sad. Oh, God. I didn't want to relive that. Um, it's at this point, Beck, that uh, Angela realises that all of her... Uh, Identity has been white. Or she doesn't realise that yet, but she, she's got no access to her, like, credit card or passport mm. or whatever. Mm. Um, and she has to kind of get back to the US somehow. But So she gives her social security number, which is the only thing that she can kind of remember, but it says that she's this woman named Ruth Marks. So essentially the hackers, Jack and his cyber terrorist team, they have assigned... Um, Angela a new identity and stolen her old identity and a woman comes up to her in the airport and is like oh you can get a temporary passport but you have to sign that you're this woman and she's like that's not me and then they're like well it's your only choice so she just signs yeah she's like just fucking do it (laughs) she doesn't care and then she gets back to the US her house has been put up for sale by the internet somehow it was here that I realised that she lives in Venice Beach and she went on a holiday to the beach. <laughs> well, she'd never been outside. She didn't know what was out there. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is where I wrote, um, because the the police come mm-hmm. and because she's acting crazy because she's saying she's not the person who lived there and sold it. 
But this is where they start heavy on the, well, does, do your neighbours have, can your neighbours yes. prove that you're who you are? Do you have any friends? And we're like, she's got to stop being on the computer and get outside, talk to people. <laughs> That's the problem. But she's black mirrored it. Oh my god! And it could. This is why a remake would work. They could have me in this movie. My neighbors <laughs> still have no idea who I am. <laughs> but also, I'm thinking: Does she only have her mother? She has no extended family. Like it's crazy. Anyway, well, she she has she does. This is the most unresolved storyline: is that she does have this father who's still alive who walked out on the, on the family when she was quite young, I think. Yeah. Um, and it, it, they almost, like, set it up that she might have to call her father, but she never does, and they never mention it again. No. It's very I think weird. That's, yeah, it's very, very strange. But speaking of daddy issues, the therapist is the only man who knows that's anything right. about and, her. And she does need a safe haven because Jack, um, her... Her, uh, her one-time uh, fling on the boat, her boat fling. Um, <laughs> I don't know if he's a fling. Uh, okay, I guess. A criminal a man, British. <laughs> he He's back in the US and he's, like, hunting her. Um, yeah. And so she she really needs a place to go. Um, by the way, she she has tried to call her workplace, but they say, oh, no, Angela, Bi- Angela Bishop... <laughs> I would love to see this remade with Angela Bishop. Angela Bishop's already here, they say. Angela Angela Bennett's here already, and it's the Mm. fake Angela Bennett. And she's like, uh, you know, she says to the real Angela, just hand over the disc, Angela, and you can have your life back. And Angela's like, I don't even have the disc. The disc was destroyed in the boat accident. Um, Which is true. Which is true. Truth. Truth defense. Believe women. So the only place that she can go back is her ex-boy to her ex-boyfriend. She runs back into his arms, uh, and her ex-boyfriend is played by Dennis Miller, the worst comedian in the world. When I saw that it was Dennis Miller, I thought this movie is over. I thought if the only place I could go was Dennis Miller, I would lay down in the street and wait for someone to murder me. Because also, he's the worst character who literally in the first five minutes calls her Dearie. Well, he only ever plays himself. That's his whole, like, stand-up shtick, yeah. too. It's, like, very patronising and, and he's sexist. Like, and... I'm starting to think you aren't delusional. And I'm like, you're a psychiatrist. <sighs> Why are you talking like this? I was like, God, I hope he dies. He does put and her up he... in a motel, which is quite nice, I thought. That is, I wish someone put me up in a motel. Although he thinks that, like, she wants sex. He's a very bad person. He's a bad man. He's not a good therapist. No, he's a bad therapist and man. If you're going to be a bad man, at least be a good therapist, as they always say. Now, that's your lesson. Now, I've given a lesson in this episode. That's, and that's like, your lesson. This is all of the therapists out there. So, men. Don't go on a boat at night. And if don't kill yourself in a picnic. Don't kill park. yourself in a park where there are picnics. And if you're if going you're to therapist. be a bad man. Be a good therapist. Exactly. Thank you. (laughs) Hope you're writing all this down. Now, while she's at the uh, motel that she's staying in Beck, she gets back online. She can't get away from it. And Mm -hmm. she goes on to the chat room that she frequents and she thinks, somebody here can help me. A cyber Bob, who um, is my friend 
Uh, I can talk to him and ask him if he knows about this cyber terrorist group called the Praetorians, and maybe I can meet up with him. Because even though she has no idea who Cyber Bob really is, you know, she's like, I would rather be murdered by this, you know, uh, incel on this chat room (laughs) than a handsome man who's a criminal. And also, the guy already revealed that he was one of the chat room people. So wouldn't you assume that all of them are? And also, Cyber Bob is a really funny name. <laughs> well, Cyber Bob also, he, I think he says that they should meet at a fun fair. Which is the scariest place on earth. I know. Big, uh, another red flag. Meet yeah, do not fair. meet at an amusement. If you're meeting a man from the internet, guys, do not meet at a terrifying fun fair. Yeah. Meet at his apartment <laughs> yes. in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Very safe. Meet at a picnic park at, in at dark. Um, also, the, the weirdest thing I don't understand, maybe you can explain, is how do they, n- number one, how do the cyber terrorist group know about Dennis Miller and how do they know that he's on a specific medication that they can then change and kill him with? <laughs> Which is what happens. Which is what happens. <laughs> so they, they swap out Dennis Miller's medication at a pharmacy and essentially it leads to him dying in hospital. Well, I guess they followed... Like, this is the thing, Peter, the internet. You can find there out anything about anyone. There are a lot of plot holes. No. There you can find anything out about anyone. <sighs> okay, Mum. All they need is his name, and then they can kill him in hospital. <laughs> yes. And by the way, so when she goes to meet Cyber Bob at the fair, it's not Cyber Bob because Jack has kind of got to Cyber Bob first and mm. goes in Cyber Bob's place and catches up with Angela. Catches up. <laughs> Just a fun <laughs> hang at the fair. <laughs> What should we do at the fair, Ferris wheel? Um, no, he, he's, he's, he finds Angela at the fair. He's like holding her. He, he explains like why they're, why they're doing it, what, why the cyber terrorists you Which know, I don't, want to hack systems. I don't I, know. I still don't know. No. Um, but he does, she, he does explain that they hacked that senator's details and convinced um, him that he had AIDS, um, so he'd kill himself. Um, and he says it's okay because he was homophobic. And it's like, that's very woke. <laughs> sort of. Thank you, Jack. Thank you. Slightly misguided, I would say. But, um, you know, an attempt, which is all I we can hope it really, for. It really went to a, to a different place when they catch up at the fun fair because she's like, I'm surprised you didn't kill me and then fuck me. Yeah. And he's like, it was hard. I was genuinely attracted to you. I am genuinely attracted to you. <laughs> Yeah, they, like, and I was like, "That's a bizarre scene." They were setting up like there, there was still a possibility for romance. <laughs> yes, it was after she's like, "You probably killed, fuck my corpse," and then immediately he tries to kill her on a carousel. <laughs> like he shoots <laughs> at her. Romantic. He shoots at her on a carousel, and nobody notices because it's no. America. <laughs> They're like, oh yeah, same shit, you know. <laughs> Seven p.m. Another carousel shooting. <laughs> Um, so she goes back to the hospital, she escapes Jack once again, goes back to the hospital, realises that Dennis Miller's uh, died, fucking thank God, Mm. like he really wasn't on screen that long, which is a blessing. Yeah. Um, she, I think she takes his car and heads out into the open road, she's like, nowhere's safe, but then she realises she's still being followed by the cyber terrorists. Um, she crashes her car back on the highway and that's when the police finally catch up with her and arrest her 
And and they're still convinced that she's this woman called Ruth Marks, who's like wanted for narcotics and um, prostitution. Um, sorry, I just when she crashes the car is because a fake FBI agent has come to get her, oh. and she realizes that um, he's part of the whole. No, thing. no, no. This is before that. No, no, no. So she crashes the car, um, and that she's in prison, and then she gets bailed out by the fake FBI officer. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, she gets tackled by those sheriff guys. Yes, because she right, goes she, she goes into prison and she gets like yes, a, yes, a court assigned lawyer. Um, yes, and she's trying to convince the lawyer that she's this woman named Angela Bennett, and she's trying to kind of she sounds absolutely mad. She sounds crazy. Yes, because she's saying, "Oh no, this is what they've done to me." It's a very far fetched story. Um, she makes this grand speech about how. Anything can be hacked and our lives are run by the internet. She says, even your medical records. And I thought, I opted out of my health record. <laughs> so don't they speak. Get us. Don't speak for everyone, you know? <laughs> and this, I think, is when she realizes the gatekeepers program, this whole thing. Yeah. So, like, this gatekeepers program is like a security thing that's been installed on a bunch of different government stuff. And it has it is the thing that has the flaw. Mm. So people are installing it to try to protect against these hacks, but it's the thing. Blah 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 blah. Where's Julian Assange? It's really boring. That that yeah, all the is... tech, everything that's to do with the technology itself is really except really for the dull. pizza. Except for pizza.net, <laughs> which is revolutionary. <laughs> um, Beck, so you mentioned she gets bailed out by this fake yes. FBI officer. Mm-hmm. She, she kind of clues in the fact that he's a fake. Yeah. She she dodges him and dodges Jack for like. Wait, this the is the video time. let's talk about. Okay. Is it? She crashes the car with like the FBI guy is driving, so she purposely crashes it and undoes his seatbelt so that he hits his head. Yes. But as it happens, he says, "My seatbelt." <laughs> To make sure that we all know what's happened. <laughs> My seatbelt. <laughs> so she escapes Jack again uh, because she's yeah. on a bridge that opens up. It's a great set piece. I do like yeah. it. Um, she checks into a hotel. I want to ask, where is she getting all this cash from? Because presumably she doesn't have a credit oh, yeah. card that works. Because they've got access to all their cars and they would have cancelled them and whatever. So she obviously has just endless supplies of cash yeah. that she's using to catch Maybe planes and buses. Maybe she took it from the and... therapist man. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's so generous. Well, you, R.I.P. You bloody know what? You can't bloody have cash, Kenya. <laughs> oh, God. That's the other message of this movie is carry cash. <laughs> carry cash. Um, if if we all carried cash, no one could ever make the joke more like spendings. You did that joke last episode. Fucking <laughs> fucking <laughs> hell! That's who I'm talking about. I if there was only cash, I would never have done this twice. Oh my god, we're in repeats already. <laughs> um, so Angela, anyway. Angela realizes her only option is to go to San Francisco, which is where her old employer is based. And to catch yeah. up with catch up again, <laughs> catch up, just shoot the <laughs> shit with the fake Angela uh, Bennett. Um, so, so she... because this story, this part of it is insane because they've not just like replaced her identity. They've like, I mean, they haven't just stolen her identity. They've like made a new Angela Bennett. Yes. <laughs> like for some reason, like why does she need to exist? 
and they've she, like swapped her. And not that it matters, but she doesn't look like her or anything. She's not like no. a copy. She in that looks way. like a lesbian. She she's definitely a lesbian. She's definitely her a name. Lesbian. Her name Beck, as is revealed at the end of the movie, mm. she's Ruth Marks. Ruth Marks. Ruth. That's a gay name. That's a Ruth very... is a lesbian name. So that's the thing. She's like taken her identity and given it to. Why would they do that? Just make up a new name. Maybe it's they like were George. Doing Ruth... They George glassed it. <laughs> Maybe they were doing, like, her a favour because she was like, I'm a lesbian, but I want a straight girl's name. (laughs) It's always been my dream to be named Angela. (laughs) Anyway, they go, Angela gets into her old building um, and she's trying to find fake Angela because she wants to find fake Angela's desk. Fangela. Fangela. Let's call her Fangela. (laughs) She's trying to find Fangela. She needs to get Fangela away from her desk. So she somehow hacks into – she's a hacker. Uh, she she <laughs> hacks into this system that causes a fake uh, fire alarm, evacuates the entire building, and Beck, let's not forget, turns all the lights off in the building, <laughs> which is something that does not happen when there's a fire alarm. Mm-hmm. Some people would say – You don't want the fire to be able to see where it's going. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> and you don't want people to be able to find the fire stairs. No, no, way. no, no. no. So Angela, fake Angela Fangela, has to uh, step away from her desk and um, evacuate the building, at which point real Angela steps um, into her cubicle um, and kind of finds what finds the program that the Praetorians are using. Um, and she also... What am I, Mr. Robot? I don't know what's going on at this point. <laughs> Do your best Rami Malik. I love... I love I love cherry blossoms in the winter. I I love children's laughter. I love sitting down for a nice McDonald's smoothie. God, he's fucking weird. McDonald's he's so smoothie. bad. He's so McDonald's bad. smoothie is so something he would say. It's just not right. It's quite not quite right. She sends an email to the FBI. Yes, like FBI. Dot com. Yeah, it's it's literally FBI.com. She's like, <laughs> it's like administration, in, administration, <laughs> administration at FBI.com. <laughs> Clicking on the um, Q&A section of the FBI website. She has to fill out one of those forms. <laughs> Contact us. And then she's <laughs> clicking through his like asterisk. <laughs> Ti- you got to put your title in, Sandra. <laughs> Um, but but obviously Fangela is sweating. Oh, she's got to do the um, <laughs> make sure you're not a robot. Like click three, click. <laughs> oh my god! Select, select, select all the signs. Select all the images that don't have street signs. <laughs> anyway, it's taking forever. At which yeah. point Fangela's like sweating it downstairs because she needs to get back up in the building because yeah. she's worked out what's happening. She's no yeah. dumb dumb. But you um, can't ignore the fire warden with that those hats. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> and uh, the best line in the movie, which I missed, which uh, Ben watched this with me, and um, he <laughs> he noticed it and I didn't, and thank God for him because it's since become my favourite line, not just in this movie but in any movie. And a quote in our household. So once she realizes that Angela has left with like, I hope a floppy disk. This is the disc, line I also yes, wrote down. When, when she <laughs> realizes that Angela's left with a floppy disk, she's f- frantically running around the floor <laughs> asking people, Have you seen a brunette? <laughs> 
Have you seen a brunette? <laughs> oh my it's God. so good. Maybe there's only blondes in the <laughs> office. It's a very Aryan workplace to be it's fair. It's so weird. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It. It's so perfect. Um, but it's still not over for Angela. I don't know what she's got to do. She's got to... She escapes. Tell you what she do. She puts on a fireman's outfit. Yes. And escapes the building and then That's leaves right. it in a pile. And she, nobody can tell she's a brunette. Um, or, else <laughs> or, they would, or else they would have stopped her. Exactly. Um. Excuse me, miss. Are you a brunette? Uh, um, I, I just want to say at one point the um, the bad guy is dry because she's given her phone to a homeless man to like something like distract him or whatever. Yes. And the and the guy goes clever girl exactly oh, yeah. like in Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park yeah. yeah anyway mm, cool you of course <laughs> you wouldn't be allowed to say that now <laughs> no, no you can't even give women a compliment <laughs> by saying they're clever what are they like <laughs> she sneaks into this big computer expo i'm not sure which why. just happens <laughs> to be on she's not she's not done with fbi.com or something she's still got something <laughs> to do i don't know what it is all I know is it's a very boring scene where she's on like a computer and and Jack's trying to find her at this expo yeah. and she's oh she's she... see you at the expo. <laughs> it's fantabulous, is what it is. <laughs> she should have gone to the psychic expo. Sorry, that was <laughs> exclusively for fans of regional Queensland commercials and in the nineties uh, for psychic expos. All our international <laughs> listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's just her on a computer again, but this time in a big building of other yeah. computer users. And she fakes him out with like a fake floppy disk. She does the old switcheroo with a floppy disk. Yes, and so it's a callback <sighs> to the first scene where he the virus happens if you press escape. Yes. And so she gets him to press escape. But luckily the lesbian is there for exposition <laughs> because her reacting to... That is her being, she literally says, it's a virus eating through the program. Everything will be destroyed. <laughs> God damn it. You're in the mainframe. And because this is a 90s um, thriller, Beck, there has to be a sort of chase scene where they're like shooting each other. And when he's giving a monologue out in the open, and like being like, I know you're in here. And the best bit is when Jack kills fake Angela, Fangela, yeah. um, because she's a brunette. <laughs> He's like, that must be Angela. <laughs> Shoot brunettes on sight. That's the final lesson. <laughs> um, so, uh, but, but the good news is, of course, um, Angela ends up like pushing Jack off a ledge and onto a fucking the f- empty Whatever. floor of a showroom and he dies. He's like, yeah, <clears throat> he's like, you've wiped out my employer. You've terminated my contract. I know you'll do the right thing or yeah. something, which I don't even know what that is. And then she know. kills him. And and then there's the most gorgeous, don't tell me this. there's not gorgeous art in this movie because there's a beautiful transition from like pixels on a computer, oh. like a very pixelated mm. shot on a computer. Goes into like a magic eye-ish. Yeah, like a floral bed. It's gorgeous. It fades yeah. into flowers. Which, which is outside. Which was Erwin Winkler. <laughs> showing off like that he's one of the great directors well that's true <laughs> do you know the other movies he did no what was it he did goodfellas you're kidding me no Rocky. are you joking i'm what? not i googled him goodfellas is a great movie because i was like why is this movie good 
He did Rocky and the Goodfellas. But what's he done since? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, though, Beck. Um, so, so the movie ends. Uh, she's very. It just ends, basically. Well, it it it's over. Her mum has moved in with her. Oh, has she? I didn't notice that. Yeah, after the roses, it goes to Sandra's on the computer. No, Sandra's potting plants or some shit because they're outside. Because now but, she stopped using the computer because she has a life. Yeah, but the mum's not going to be any good if it happens again. She's going to be like, <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. Obviously, Alzheimer's I, is a terrible disease. Oh, so I'm afraid of it. I'm so. Oh, I've been. Afraid, I definitely. I have been afraid it. of it. Not that. Not. 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 It's a competition, but I've been afraid <laughs> of it for like twenty years. So don't even. I'm the most anyway, afraid of it. Okay. Anyway, the point is, is that her. We've seen that she's changed, and now her mum lives with her, and also she's outside, which is yeah. what you should do, and not be on the computer. And then I just need to say. Who dares er wins? Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> Talking about Erwin Winkler. I need to say who dares er wins, Winkler. Uh, oh my god. Anyway. I feel like that was the, the only note you actually wrote down and I just skipped <laughs> over it. I'm so sorry. I didn't give that one. No, I just the... thought of that. Oh, okay. Good. Wow. <laughs> Couldn't you tell? <laughs> now, this was a huge hit, Beck. We should tell people. This, this was made for $22 million. It grossed. Mm-hmm. Over a hundred and ten million dollars worldwide, even more wow. if you count like uh, U.S. like video rentals. And was... what if you what if you count illegal downloads? Oh, internet. Oh, if only we could. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was reviewed fairly uh, positively as well, um, mm. uh, and also it spawned its own like TV spin-off. There was a, a TV show briefly called The Net. Yeah which um, starred someone called Brooke Langton from Melrose Place. Some people might remember her. I don't. It also featured Tim Curry, which people uh, would know. Uh, Jeremy Renner and The Rock were in episodes of the show. It it lasted for like 22 episodes on the USA Network. Um, And it's on DVD. It even got a DVD release. I'm going to watch it. Um, There's no Sandy B, though. No, I don't know how it could carry into a TV show. It also spawned a sequel, I think, about 11 years later called The Net 2.0. Oh, clever. Uh, which, which clever. Be- That's an internet reference. <laughs> it was called um, iVegemite 2.0. <laughs> Dick Smith's The Net. <laughs> Beck, uh, earlier in the episode, you mentioned um, your famous, famous tweet how many retweets did that retweet did that tweet get the the um Nanette v the net joke oh upwards of two or three <laughs> well one of the best mm. um but I was very inspired by that tweet and I thought oh, yeah. we could um maybe play a game around it um so this game is called uh, <laughs> it's called nan <laughs> the net or Nanette. <laughs> Yes. Um, now, I wrote a theme song. I wrote a theme song for this guy because I know people have missed my theme songs yes. uh, and they've missed me singing. So I don't know Please. if this is going to work. I don't know if this take, is going to work. This, take it away. This might be cut out. This might be cut out. No, absolutely it is not. But um, this is the this is the theme. Now, I have to time this right. I'll hack into your fucking computer and release it myself. Okay, are you ready? Mm-hmm. I've got to make sure this plays. Okay. <laughs> 
Can you hear that? Yes. Let's start it again. Sorry. <laughs> this is going well. This is going well. Ready? <laughs> you have to be quiet. This will be worth it, I promise. Okay. okay ready? Nanette. The net. Nan. Nanette. The net. Nan. Was that good? <laughs> All right. I'm dead. <clears throat> oh, God, that's so funny. So. <laughs> Musical. Which one of us has an aria? <laughs> Seems weird that I you, have You decide <laughs> who deserves one. Um, oh, fuck. Now, so as established, it's called Nan... The net or Nanette. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you a quote, and you have to guess if the quote comes from <laughs> My Nan, the 1995 thriller The Net, or Hannah Gadsby's groundbreaking 2018 special Nanette. Okay? okay. Now, by the way, I just want to say about Nanette um, mm. that uh, uh, I remember watching it last year, and I, of course, I told people it was great, and you should watch it. And I told my mum that she should watch it. Mum's always. I've uh, loved Hannah Gadsby. We've always loved Hannah Gadsby. We yes. first met at a Hannah Gadsby show. Exactly. So and in we a way, afraid that people would confuse you for Hannah Gadsby. And in a way that Hannah's responsible for this podcast. So if you hate it, let her know. <laughs> um, but yes, oh, no, I was going to say, I was going to say my mum watched Annette and I, I was anxious to hear what she'd say about it because it was kind of, a, you know, it was a different for Hannah. It was mm. like a different path that she took and it wasn't a typical comedy special. Um, and I remember I spoke to my mum and I was like, so what did you think? And she was like, oh, very funny, very, very funny. <laughs> and I was like, is that it? And she was like, yeah. She's like, it was very funny. And I was like, nothing Literally else. Literally no one. And I <laughs> And I said, anything else? And and then she, like, after a while of back and forth like that, she she told me that she'd stopped it at the 30-minute mark and gone to bed. <laughs> and I said, Mum, the last half hour is sort of essential to view. To be uh, fair, if you watch the first 30 minutes, you'd be like, hilarious. Good special. Anyway. Go to bed. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I love that. Okay, let's play this game. This podcast is running a long time. Uh, okay. Now, okay, so Nan, the net, Nanette, mm-hmm. you decide mm-hmm. where this quote comes from. <clears throat> they screwed up my life and took my fingerprints. Oh. Is that Nan, Nanette, or the net? Nanette? No, it's the net. They screwed up oh. my life and took my f- <laughs> Imagine if that happened to Hannah as well. Oh, what a... <laughs> I don't know why I chose. What that. a rough patch for her. If she had, I... on top of everything else, she had her identity <laughs> stolen. My God. Okay, that was a dumb okay. guess, but I believed it. All right, see if you get this one. All the women at church are old sluts. <laughs> I have to and want to believe that's your nan. That's my nan. Yeah, <laughs> oh my and they God. were. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, we think it's more important to be right than it is to appeal the humanity to the humanity of people we disagree with. 
Well, that's Nanette. That's Nanette. Um, okay, what about this one? I have rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> Your nan? Yes, it's my nan. Although Angela Bennett does spend a lot of time on that computer. She's oh, going to get it. She's going to she get better it. stretch those fingers. Okay. For future reference, you should know that the living tend to interest me just a little bit more than the dead do. Nanette. No, that's the net. <laughs> oh, is it? You know, when she's something about like... Oh, when uh, I opposited it, I thought it was yeah. about Picasso or some shit. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> if there's one, if I do have one criticism of Nanette, not enough Picasso talk. No. Where was all the art chat? <laughs> Oh, here's one, and I'll tell you the story behind it uh, after. Michael Parkinson is a rude cunt. (laughs) Your nan. That's my nan. (laughs) I'm seeing a theme. Now, we loved Parky as a family. Mm. But my nan turned on Michael Parkinson, and this is why she was a great feminist, even by today's very high standards, Beck, because... Michael Parkinson had Meg Ryan on as a guest uh-huh. in the, uh, sort of, I guess it was early 2000s, and she'd just done that, I think it's a Jane Campion movie called In oh, the yeah. Cut, mm-hmm, where she mm-hmm. kind of like is like a bit edgy and she strips mm-hmm. off and it's like hardcore sex and whatever. And Michael mm-hmm. Parkinson was interviewing Meg and was like, oh, I'm so disappointed that you do this movie and kind of like slut-shamed her and was like, mm-hmm. you're so pretty, Meg, why would you do something like mm-hmm. this? And my nan was livid she thought that was <laughs> such a rude interview she's like meg ryan is america's sweetheart she can do whatever she wants <laughs> wow i love that and so she stopped watching parky and i stopped watching parky good you're I an mean, ally she's a hero okay uh this is the second last one there is nothing stronger than a broken woman who has rebuilt herself that's Nanette. That's Nanette. Okay. Okay. Last one. There is nothing stronger than a broken woman who has rebuilt her computer operating system. Nanette. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's one I made up there. Oh, I'm a trickster. I'm a trickster. You, that wasn't one of the options. Oh, well. Look, I think You that's... old slut. <laughs> I think that's oh, as good a note. That's a great game. That's as good a note as any to end on, Beck. Um, as good as net. As good as no. Nanette and the net. <laughs> to end on. Um, I think that's well, what we've internet, got time for. Oh, sorry, you've got a final lesson. Us... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> the internet brought you and I together. It did. And it's allowing people to listen to this podcast. I'm going to uh, leave now. I'm going to log out of all my devices, and I recommend that everybody do the I'm same. Not... Get off I'm the grid. I'm going to be online forever until it's pried out of my hands. Absolutely get off the grid. But if you don't get off the grid, you can tweet at us at bringaplatepod <laughs> on Twitter. Or you can email bringaplate. I think it's bringaplatepod at gmail.com. Oh, God. Come on. Get it together. Um, I almost gave away and the password. Both... <laughs> <laughs> uh... It's um, princess, Naughty Princess 69. <laughs> Um, both you and I are going to be in Melbourne this weekend. And we're going to see each other, maybe. And we're not going to do the podcast. <laughs> no, we're not. But if you want to see either of us... No, don't give them then... that option. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> then um, send me a pizza on pizza.net and we'll see. 
Um, we fun we're going to see Maria Bamford. So if you're yes. at Maria Bamford the same night. If um, you are Maria Bamford. <laughs> yeah, or Cookie Jones. <laughs> get in Two touch. Icons. Anyone else, Bye. leave us alone. Goodbye. <laughs> Have a great weekend. A weekend? Whenever you're, <laughs> like... listen, whenever you're listening to this. The next The next weekend. <laughs> make sure it's good. All right. Track it like the bad breath of my grandma. The, the poetry.